All right, let's go. All right, all right. Well, looks like uh, Cadre landed on his feet all right. I think uh, $7 million is appropriate. and uh, But seven years, I don't know, that's a little long. Yeah, well, he was, he's 32, so he'll be 39 when he's done. But that's a kind of a surprise because everybody thought he was going to go to the Islanders. Yeah, I, I, I was. And they were just waiting. They had, they had to get rid of uh, Monaghan's uh, contract. Uh, well, they had to make cap space. Yeah, I had to make cap space. Monahan, I, I I predict he'll get twenty five goals this year. You just don't go. What do you What do you have? He had thirty thirty some three. Yeah, years. I think for from twenty fourteen to twenty nineteen, he averaged thirty goals a year. And then he drops to eight. Then he went right to he went to eight. He had some injuries, but yeah, I know, but eight goals. But what happens with a guy like that? I, I've never seen anything like that. I've never seen a guy go from thirty goals to eight goals unless he has an awful has an awful injury. I, I don't know. I, 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 I can't explain it. And I watched him play, you know, because Monaghan. Well, was, we watched him play um, around here, and he plays for the Mississauga Rebels. We yeah, watched him. Yeah, and I used to watch him, and, and he seemed to play hard, and he seemed when he got a goal, he was happy. So I, I just don't know. Man. Well, you're coaching, and a guy's struggling like that, and you know he's a 30-goal scorer. What do you do? Uh, I don't know. I, I remember, I remember Schmatzi. I, I remember Smutsy coming in when Harry was there. Of all guys, you know, t- talk to me on the ice, talk to me anywhere. Don't come in when Harry's sitting, the general manager's sitting across the desk from me. And uh, he said, bench me grapes. He says, I'm playing terrible. <laughs> and I don't <laughs> and think he Bobby was playing Schmutz, terrible. Yeah, and Bobby Schmutz wasn't one of Harry's favorites. <laughs> no, you, know, you, you could say that. And uh, I said, get out of here. Well, I can't say, actually, get the, the guy out of here. And he says, no, he says, uh, for the good of the team, he says, you, you should bench me. I said, get out of here. And then we played L.A. in the playoffs. What did he get? get eight I goals? I think he had, uh, what do you have, eight goals? He had like eight goals. Set goal- a record, anyhow. Yeah, like he had eight goals on eight shots in the first three games. You put it up high all, all the time. On, on Rogi, yeah. yeah. Rogi, I don't think, liked him shooting high <laughs> on him. And so- anyhow, he got eight goals and uh, – I but I've never seen a guy go from thirty goals to eight goals, and then what do you get? The he just he just couldn't score. Well, and you and you and I have said that you know maybe he needs a new you know fresh start. He's I would say he's going to get twenty five goals next year. 20, 20, 20 to twenty five goals. Yeah, well, because I think St. Louis will get him going, and it's the last year of his contract, right? That's so, all, that uh, that is an incentive. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing with Sean Monahan, I remember when we were. Uh, watching him and he was 15 and played for the Mississauga Rebels was one of the best performances in the OHL Cup. So you know, people that don't know what the OHL Cup is, it's all the kids that are about to be drafted into the uh, OHL at their 15-year-old and they come and they have a big tournament. And uh, he, I think he was one of the best. It's a big thing around here. You said, okay, you and you and McLean do it. Yeah, you guys, you guys started to televise it. Yeah, and and boy, did we, did we see three good games! Holy right. smokes! Right, and what's funny was the um, the last game that we did, and 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 again, this is like all the top kids that are all top teams playing in Ontario. Some kids from the states come, and then it's the last chance for the scouts to see them. And the last game we did was um, 
the Red Wings, Toronto Red Wings versus the Don Mills Flyers with Shane Wright was number, got picked number one. And he scored the goal. uh, He gave the winning pass to Othman, Brendan Othman, who who was on the juniors last night, that one goal. Boy, that was some game. Every every game was in overtime and and, uh, dynamite games. I, I remember Scott Morrison. And I, I never forget. We stood. We stood in the, on the one side, and I says, "What if nobody comes?" Yeah, it was at the Madame Center. But, and you know, that's the one thing with Canada. They do not show minor sports at all. It's no. awful. Like they do in the states, and they they do it on local. Oh, yeah. and they do it on national. Like there was a, a, a girl from Toronto who was on the U.S. Uh, GA U.S. Golf Association's um, Women Amateur Championship. And you never, nobody, you didn't, they didn't even, they barely mentioned her, you know? And then down in the U.S., they televise it. You know, when I lived a long time in the States, they they think Canadians are Americans. I I, I hate to say that. Somehow or other, when they play, another state. Yeah. (laughs) Anyhow, we don't, we don't push our own. No, we don't. And it's too bad. But when Sean played in the OHL Cup, he had, um, 13 points in seven games, and, and he was the most dominant guy on the only yeah, he, he can do everything. He can shoot. We're t- supposed to be talking about Kadri. We ended up talking about mine. Well, he'll, he'll, do good. he'll do good in yeah. time. I just hope he puts out the same effort. So, Dad, the one thing with, with Nazem, you hope that he's, he's, well, and Sutter will get him going, but... Uh, uh, <laughs> you better go with Sutter. I think that's half the problem with, uh, with Monaghan. I, I don't think you get along with Sutter. Right. Because if you don't put out 100%, yeah, it's, it's funny how uh, Calgary, they got rid of two Americans and they got two Canadians back and signed them to both long-term contracts. <laughs> I, I never, I, I, see, now, aren't I learning? I never noticed that. You did. <laughs> I did, yes. <laughs> so speaking of Montreal, Dad, um, bad news for the goaltender, Kevin yeah. Price. It doesn't, it doesn't look like he'll be back. His injury's not healing quite as he thought. His hip, eh? That's what they think, it's hip and hip and the knee and everything. So. Boy, oh boy. What do I, they do now, though? I, yeah, I, I don't know how, how long. How long has he got to go on his contract? Oh, uh, I don't. I'm not sure. I mean, I they'll probably put him on. They'll they'll put him on long term injury. Yeah, so that's they'll, true. They'll, they'll, they'll it'll free, up, free up ten million dollars. But you know, do they go with Jake Allen or they try to get? They got to try to get another. Goal? I don't know. They, they'll they'll stick with Allen. I think I, I there was some always a mix up down there. The goaltenders or something. If if they want to make the playoffs, they're going to have to get a good, good goaltender. That's for sure. Because you're not going anywhere unless you get a good goaltender. So, Dad, first of all, everybody's wondering where Cindy is. She's taking a little vacation, so okay. she'll hopefully she'll be back next week. And we'd like to thank our sponsors, Spreads.ca. They're a Canadian-owned online sports book and casino. And if you sign up now and use the promo Grapes, they'll match your deposit up to five hundred dollars. You get three spins on the big wheel. Why would anybody go any other place? I don't understand it. And again, most of most all the games that you see on any of the big ones, they have at spreads. And uh, if you want to make your first sports bet, they'll spot you $25 for the first one. So <laughs> right now they, they have, uh, I was looking at it, that I think it's Colorado and is first to win the cup and Toronto is second to win the Stanley Cup. That's, could- the, that's their odds. Well, I, I I I don't I agree with the Colorado. Of course, you know I don't I don't agree with them with the, the Leafs. So I think the Leafs are going to have a tough time. Although they did pretty good. Yeah. So Dad, the big uh, the big hockey news uh, last night: the Canadians win three two in overtime against the Finns to win the World Five Juniors. Five 
Penalties, Tim. I hate to interrupt, but five penalties in a could five power plays in a row. We yeah. don't usually we don't get treated that way. No, and they, we didn't score. And it was remember two- the time. Remember the time the Olympics in uh, Salt Lake City. I think that uh, the American uh, referee give give uh, the other team eight eight penalties in a row. Well, yeah, they gave. Yeah, it was an American. It was the women's. I think it was the gold medal game for the women's. It they was. Gave, they gave Canada eight penalties in a row. And then the candidate ended up winning. Boy, I remember uh, Haley Wickenheiser. She coming, and she said she wanted to go on, and she had to walk in front of all the TVs. There's a whole bunch of TVs there, and she had she walked she walked right in front of them all, and she didn't care. And she was just furious that uh, the rumor had it that uh, the United States had stepped on the Canadian flag or something like that. Yeah. But eight penalty. I remember eight power plays in a row. I mean, this this is ridiculous. Right. Well, it was almost as bad last night, and they were kind of ticky tack penalties. I mean, you know, you're rooting for Canada, but you kind of go, mm. but. If you get fight and Canada, you know what? After Canada didn't score in the fifth goal, you could just see they let down. Oh, D- does it? Does that kill a team if you get those penalties and don't score? If I, I don't know. I never I, five penalties in a row. I never had five power plays in a row. But I, I, I could see if we didn't score and we're not going to score. And yeah, oh yeah, there's no doubt that that, that is one of the biggest doubters you can have. And the the way this Canada scored was like right out of a movie. That McTavish knocks the puck right out of the air, <laughs> right on the line twice. Everybody thought it was in, and then it goes down, and then we score, score the winner. And uh, it's a good so, hockey game. Yeah, it was a good, good game. But you know, Dad, I gotta, I gotta say, and I'm not knocking the hockey, and I'll be one of those guys. But the kids just don't handle the puck now, do they? They don't handle like I think the last guy, uh, that, McDavid, I think, like McDavid handles the puck, and Jason Spezza used to handle the puck and all those, but they don't. They just ah uh, yes, but the guy that handled the puck and used to get nailed all the time was Eric Lindros. Right. Well, you the theory, but the theory where I was going to say the theory you're saying why the kids don't handle the puck more is because majority of now have longer sticks. Oh, that that Bedard. You, next time you watch Bedard play. Look at the length of his stick, and you know he's as big. That makes him as big as anybody. Yeah, and and uh, a little hard, a little harder handling a puck when you have a longer stick. But he, he he seems to do pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he played pretty good. I mean, I, you know, again, he's like Shane Wright. You know, he played well, but he didn't dominate. So they're saying, what's wrong with Berard? It's like Shane Wright. He played well in the World Juniors before, but he didn't get a whole bunch of goals and everything. What's wrong with Shane Wright? When you always talk about the length of sticks, there was always the thing of uh, the, the story that with you talking to Ron about Eric Lindros, because Eric Lindros oh, yeah. had such a short stick. I used to say the reason that Eric gets nailed so much he gets nailed is that he's bent over all the time. And because of the short sticks. And when he played junior, he was so big and so, well, I don't know what he was. But anyhow, he was so big and, and mean and, and everything yeah. else. And he is big. And like he, when, you, when you see him, he's, he is a monster, like how big he is. Yeah, he, and he's and he, why? And he's heavy. He's, anyhow, uh, I used to say he's going to get nailed when he gets to the National Hockey League because they don't care. And and sure enough, and well, how many concussions did he have? But yeah, he had but, an awful lot of concussions. And I remember the one game. Well, don't just let me set up for a minute. Like he he was out for the for about thirty games with a concussion. Yeah, and right in the middle of the playoffs between New Jersey and Philly, he he, he decides to play. Yeah, and the very first game, he hits the post and he scored a goal. Could have won the game. He was. I think, I think he was he, first star. I think he was first star. 
And Ron was really giving it to me. You, you, you know, you. Because you said he shouldn't be playing because he wasn't ready. He was. So Ron, come on! I'll never forget this as long as I live. Of all the things I, re- I remember in hockey, he said, "Okay, for you to be right, the only thing you could do go down the left side, and then cut the center ice and have uh, Scott waiting on the other side." And boy, did he! And that's when he hit him. And did he ever hit him? And you know, those helmets, I never liked those helmets. I won't, we won't say which kind of helmet it was. And the helmet went up as he got hit. I think it was, they were just new. And it exposed his head and he hit his head right on the ice, right yeah. smack on the ice. Yeah. So you said, so you were arguing with Ron in the first period, during the first period. And that's what Ron says. Well, the only way you're going to be right is if he gets nailed. And like, what'd you say, 30 seconds later? And, and we we're, we're watching the game. He goes down the left side with his head down. I forget, I forget, I think it was White was playing on defense. He let on, and he cuts to the center, and there's Scott waiting for him there. And he hit his head. Yeah, very important that you have, you wear your helmets and right. you wear, wear everything right. Well, just to go on with that story, you own the Ice Dogs, and the, the oh. I'm not sure the manufacturer Don't say. was. Yeah. But he had it was the same helmet that Lindros used. Yeah, he said. And the kids, the kids hated him. The yeah. players just they didn't like him. Was it did they didn't fit? They weren't comfortable. Yeah. And so you're arguing with him that I don't and want these. Do, and 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 uh, David Branch's office, I remember. Yeah. And, and then you said, well, they don't like him. And then what did he say? <laughs> yeah, he says, well, I remember him saying, he says, well, Eric Lindros was, and I said, I don't think that's a good, uh, I don't think that's a good recommendation, actually. Yeah, he said, that's not a ringing <laughs> endorsement. Well, that was pretty much, you never played in Philly again, and then yeah. that was pretty much it. Yeah, but that was too bad. And helmets and everything, I, I, I sort of like the face shields now. I don't like to see guys. Barry Ashby really, really get corked on the eye. I remember that ruined his career. Yeah, I was just, yeah, I was just watching um, uh documentary on on Barry Ashby he had kind of a tough life he was a he was a kind of a hard rock defenseman for the Flyers he was boy he, he came up just before the Broad Street Bullies and uh, he had a lot of injuries and and uh, he was going to quit the team because uh, well he was going to retire some injuries yeah he played with my brother yeah and he was going to says I I don't want these guys aren't winning and you know I'm not I you know they're not tough enough and I don't want to play and then Freddie Shiro came and he says don't worry about that <laughs> Yeah, you know, I saw I saw Freddie Sherrill start that stuff in uh, Richmond Robins, and uh, I said, "Oh, this is pretty good. The toughest team in the league, go in, and, and some of them you had to get cattle prod to get on the ice." Yeah. So did he have Schultz and Seleski? Yeah, and the, the, yeah, all, they, all those guys are down there. Really? And he brought them up, and and they were a big club boy. And Richmond Robins he used to play uh, what that song that Rock uh, and Robin, Rock and Robin, and the warm up boy, and that place was jammed. That's yeah. all they all wanted was a fight. That's, that's right. All. I could imagine that they, they sold out most games. Well, the Blue Jays have won three in a row, Tim. And, uh, you know, they, they seem to have changed since uh, that, that Merrifield came to the – they seem to be more a solid club or something. He, look, he looks like the type of guy that wouldn't take any fooling around or anything like that. You know, Tim, I'm going to say something. The guy I think they should trade, and he's a good ball player, don't get me wrong, is Bichette. He doesn't seem happy. He doesn't seem happy since Chapman came. Chapman takes all those backhanders away from him, and, and he is good. That Chapman is good in the field. Yeah, he does seem to be not as happy or kind of goofing around as he did no, before. No, like last year, he was always fooling around and having fun. He doesn't seem to be very happy. Anyhow... I, I like the Blue Jays, and uh, uh, I like watching them all the time. I never miss a game, 
So um, what, what do you think next year was reading the paper that they're going to have artificial intelligence calling the balls and strikes? I, I, I know. Ex- explain that, Tim. You're, so, you're, what, so what they're doing is, I guess it's kind of using the same technology they have in tennis. You know, if you ever watch tennis yeah. and they go, and they're going to have, going to call balls and strikes. They're doing it in the minors. And what they're, they said it's going to be one of two things. They haven't decided from what I read that it's either going to be an earpiece in the umpire's ear and then the robot or artificial intelligence or machine, whatever, was going to say, call it a ball or strike. And then the umpire is going to call it ball or strike or the umpires are going to call balls or strikes and the managers get two or three challenges of whether it was a ball or strike. I, I, I think the second one, I I, somehow or other, you lose a personal contact or something like that when uh, they have those machines. Yeah, it, I mean, because you, you've, you've, how many times have you seen the count is 3-0, and oh, and the guy throws, and it's kind yeah. of a ball, but he gives it to him, makes Just, it 3-1. He's a smart ass, and he, and he, starts, he starts his way to th- first before he gets started. How many times you see that? Right, yeah. <laughs> he calls it a strike. Don't be a wise guy. Yeah, I, I I think I'd like to have the challenges as opposed yeah. to to it calling. Yeah, it would be more of a feel to to the game, yeah. anyhow. And the other thing I was watching was kind of cool, and it wasn't cool. It was kind of interesting. Was you remember the the couple of years ago the Astros how they were accused of cheating when winning the World oh, Series? Yeah. That every time there were twice that Alex Bergman was on second base. He's a sharp guy. The the pitcher was afraid that he's going to steal signs, and he intentionally balked. The first was a Texas Ranger pitcher. Um, he was uh, was in Jonathan Hernandez. I forget what the count was. The count was like like one and one or whatever. And he looked back, saw Bergman wound up, and then just dropped the ball on the mound, which yeah. was a balk. So Bergman went to third, so he couldn't steal it. <laughs> and then it happened in the, with the White Sox. A guy uh, uh, Dylan Case was the pitcher. He saw him. He did the same thing. So pretty sharp guy. Pretty sharp. Now, do you think that's cheating? Stealing signs? Well, no, I don't think it's stealing signs. I, you know, what the Astros did was cheating. That's for sure. But I know that. Hey, all is fair in love and war. You know, Dad. Let's just we'll go back to the we'll wrap things up. But just back to the juniors again and congratulate all the players. The gold medal. I mean, kind of going through a tough time. But the one thing you and I have always talked about. We think, and you said it. They should have a permanent coach that coaches every year. Yeah, and if he and then if, if he wants to he go over to Finland, he can see them play, and that's his job, or Finland or Sweden or some team like that. And uh, he he could have a a, a, thir- a fourth line that does nothing but check. I mean, there's no way a, a checkers would, would get on that club. And uh, I just I just don't think it's. Uh, I think they should have a permanent coach. Uh, one of the Sutters, <laughs> preferably, and uh, I really do. I, I really believe they should have one coach, but they can't because the uh, you know it's, it's it's run by the government. Well, it's sort of by the government. They have uh, they got to have a, a French coach. They got to have an uh, from Ontario, and they got to have a Western League. Well, I know we're near the end, and I just want to say congratulations to Cadre again. Gee, when I read, how old is he now? Thirty-one. 31. It just seems like yesterday he was 18 years old and um, I was getting in trouble sticking up for him. Anyhow, 7 million bucks, that's right on the money.